Hello and welcome to HIMSCAST. I'm here today joined virtually by Steve Miff and Keith Kosel, uh, who have just written a new book through their organization, the Parkland Center for Clinical Innovation. It's called Building Connected Communities of Care, the playbook for streamlining effective coordination between medical and community-based organizations. We're gonna sit down for a little bit and discuss the book, uh, how they came to write it, and who might be interested in picking it up. That sounds great. So, first off, why don't you two introduce yourselves? So my name is Steve Meth. Um, I am the president and CEO at PCCI, uh, and I'm very excited to share with you today the launch of our book on building connected communities of care. Um, this has been a labor of love, particularly for me, since I have a passion to innovate and use next generation analytics and technology to help serve the most vulnerable and underserved residents across our communities. And Keith, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Keith Cosell. Sure. I'm, I'm Keith Cosell. I'm a vice president uh, at the Parkland Center for Clinical Innovation. Uh, I've worked with Steve for many years in uh, multiple capacities and multiple organizations. Uh, I've had a hand in population health for well over 10 years and healthcare in general for about 35 um, and uh, certainly share many of Steve's uh, passions for um, trying to help uh, advance the overall sense of health and health reform, particularly around the use of social determinants to really be able to get a handle on things that are happening outside of the traditional uh, medical uh, model. And tell me a little bit about Parkland Center for Clinical Innovation. It's, so at PCCI, our focus is on pioneering new ways to health. And uh, we started as a department within Parkland Health and Hospital System, was spun out as an independent nonprofit organization in 2012 to not only serve the needs of Parkland, but to also pursue additional transformative initiatives that could help uh, and have a much broader impact. And PCCI has been a perfect place to make this uh, book a reality since it is mission-driven. Um, and we have considered to be industry-leading expertise in the practical application of advanced data science and social determinants of health. And we believe that data done right has the power to galvanize communities, inform leaders, empower people, and we also believe that clinical data alone only paints a partial picture of an individual and his or her specific needs. So our business model focuses on cutting edge uses of data science and social determinants of health, as well as clinical expertise uh, to really bridge that gap between clinical and community settings. So talk to me about the book. Um, what made you decide to write it? What was the need that you saw in the market? And, um, and what's the product that you've come up with? So we've, we've been working in this area since uh, 2015. Um, and one of the things that we've realized that there's tremendous learnings that are evolving from this work. Um, some of them come from things that work well. Some of them come from things that don't work so well. But everybody is really trying to grapple with the challenges of how do you incorporate social determinants of health data into the overall picture of, of health care reform and, and care management. And so we thought, you know, we've got this great learning laboratory here in Dallas where they've built really sort of the first 
connected community of care, if you will, at scale with a very sophisticated technology platform. Well, we have this learning laboratory. Let's take advantage of that. Let's, let's identify those things that are working well and that maybe need more uh, work and share those with the broader healthcare community so people don't have to keep making the same mistakes that, that we made and, and going down the same path so we can move things ahead a little more effectively and more efficiently. Um, and as I say, there, there's great interest in this field today, 10, 15 years ago, very little if any. Um, so the, the time was really right to put a book together that really talked about our experiences and our learnings um, in this, this uh, ecosystem. Anything to add, Steve? Yeah, so uh, as Keith mentioned, we've been at this in Dallas for the last five years, and um, the industry is certainly moving from talking about social determinants of health to taking action. And our worry is this, this is becoming a hot topic. Many will jump in without realizing how difficult this is and that different markets organizations are more ready than others. So it's not only how you do it, but an equally important part of this is, are you ready to do it? And uh, this is one key issue that we hope that those that will be using the book, we're gonna learn. And uh, that's why for the first chapter of the book, we actually dedicated to how do you actually conduct a, a readiness uh, assessment. Because our experience also tells us that there, there, there are many things, including access to data, the willingness to collaborate, uh, appropriate incentives and data privacy or security provisions that all need to converge and be at a level of maturity for a meaningful integrated social determinants of health uh, approach to come together. Um, so while the market's at this inflection point of taking action, uh, different markets are at different maturity level. So uh, before uh, anybody jumps in, uh, they need to answer the following questions. Uh, are we ready to take this on? And is our board ready? Uh, is our community ready? Uh, who do we work with and how? So before you even get into the deployment uh, and the planning for this, you need to really understand this critical component and that's one of the, uh, one of the things that uh, we talk a lot about. And we talked a little bit before we started recording about how you were planning to launch this book at HIMSS um, and of course HIMSS ended up being canceled um, because of what's happening in the whole world right now around the coronavirus. Um, you know, it occurs to me that your topic here is, is probably not totally unrelated um, are, are there any lessons here for, um, for hospitals around a, a public health situation like this and, and making sure that they're not letting anyone fall through the cracks and trying to address the situation? Well, from, from my opinion, um, having uh, the, the, the areas that we're experiencing today certainly span well beyond the four walls of a hospital or the boundaries of a healthcare system and impacts whole communities. And to me, the, the, the building connected communities of care, that's, that's what it's all about, is being able to effectively work across a community. Um, it was built to be able to address more holistically uh, the needs of uh, of individuals, whether they're from a social and economic perspective, 
but also to be able to digitally connect uh, multiple uh, entities across the community to communicate and share information. So I think the, uh, the, the platform that's been created and that's been tested and deployed here in Dallas can serve for multiple of those modalities and certainly I would say it's very relevant uh, in, in today's environment as we deal with various uh, emerging uh, uh, issues. Keith, what would you add? Yeah, I think, Steve, you're, you're spot on. Um, I mean, the platform and, and the model uh, of working uh, in multi-sector collaboration is essential, um, whether you're addressing viruses or whether you're addressing hunger and, and homelessness. I think that piece that I would add to this is that we know from research over the past number of years um, that most of what makes you ill um, or prevents you from having optimal health is really outside the purview of the traditional medical care system, uh, despite the fact that we spend you know, 80%, 70, 80% of our, our dollars on the medical model. So, you know, whether it's hand hygiene in the community or, or just, you know, being able to have a, a safe, quiet place to sleep and, and having some nutritious food, um, these all sort of um, ultimately interact together to, to determine whether somebody's going to be healthy or whether they're going to have multiple chronic conditions that are going to continue to land them in the hospital or in the emergency department. So it's, it's, it's focusing outside of the walls of the hospital. It's taking the healthcare journey from inpatient to outpatient and now ultimately into community population health. And Keith, one of the other things that I would add is that while sometimes you need to use um, a, a crisis to spur a multi-community effort, uh, things to be able to address across the whole community do not happen over overnight, and they're complex. Hence, the need to not only stand up connected communities of care to address the social economic uh, uh, elements of a population uh, that are related to health, but also more holistically have a structure that can uh, react more readily to emerging uh, uh, health needs across the whole community. And uh, th there are three key points that we highlight in the book that I think are very relevant. One being that the deployment of something like this is multifactorial. Uh, it involves people, it involves processes, it involves technology, and that's why we highlight six different tracks of activity that uh, need to converge in order for something like this uh, to, to happen. Thing number two is that uh, engagement, it's complex. Um, because we're dealing with oftentimes new and diverse organizations that need to be involved in this uh, overall connected community. Many are small, many are volunteer based, um, and they have the ability and the structure, both technologically and from a process perspective, to work across the community. It's an important component, yet complex. And number three, the technology and data um, for the connectivity is essential, uh, particularly when we talk about the, the speed to, uh, to, to react. It feels like these are both uh, running a sprint and a marathon. But equally, the governance structure and the clinical and the community workflows oftentimes uh, trump, if not they're equally as important as the technology when building and sustaining such programs. So not only sort of deployments multifactorial, engagement is complex, but it requires deployment beyond the technology that these things uh, require to be stood up uh, uh, over time and be ready to take on uh, things that we're dealing with uh, today on a very acute uh, basis. 
Great. I appreciate that thoroughness of that answer. And it sounds like it's very topical. Um, so who is this book for? Who are you, who are you trying to reach? And, and who would you love to see you know, purchasing a copy and, and taking in the lessons? Steve, you want to take a shot at that? And then I'll, I'll add uh, my two cents worth when you're done. Yeah, so um, the, the audience of the book, um, I would say it's relevant for any of the organizations type that or individuals that want and should participate in creating a connected community care. And that uh, includes uh, health systems, uh, payers, certainly the local municipalities, uh, local philanthropic organizations, uh, including foundations. Um, and uh, local federal and, pol and, uh, um, and local policymakers, uh, as well as local community-based organizations. Um, so it takes, you know, uh, say a whole village to make this work, and this is relevant across that spectrum. Um, that's why I think one of the critical elements in, in the book for, for enabling this is the governance structure. Um, and that is sort of that uh, single focal point that needs to come together because of the diversity of the, uh, the personas and the, the individuals, the organizations that need to participate, that each play a role. So what uh, this book does, it uh, really, um, uh, everybody can see themselves into the role that they need to play into this multi-chapter story because it requires that level of engagement in order to make this work. Uh, Keith, maybe you can talk a little bit about the importance of the governance structure because to me that is the glue that needs to come together to be able to not only start but sustain this work. Absolutely, Steve. So um, as Steve pointed out, the governance really sits at the, the center of, of the model and if you don't get that right, all the rest of the pieces really um, don't have a great chance of, of success. Um, and I think, you know, as Steve sort of alluded to with the six chapters of the book, they're really written for different audiences, both frontline staff as well as leaders. The chapter on governance, however, is really probably something that the folks that are in the C-suite um, or that are being tasked with uh, standing up an initiative around population health or social determinants within the community, that's probably the chapter that will resonate most with them. And it begins to sort of walk them through the process of what's a governance group look like, how does that form, who should be in that kind of governance group. And generally we're talking about one or two, what we would call an anchor organization, somebody like a large health system or a United Way or a Salvation Army um, that's a major player within a community. Um, and they wrap around that anchor group, um, maybe two or three, four, additional major partners that can, you know, help get the program off the ground. And as the um, model begins to be developed and, and implemented, that governance group can grow a little bit by bringing in some additional participants. Um, it can bring in some additional funding sources, but it really is, is the nexus of ultimately um, the overall connected community. And, and you know, the structure of that governance group is, is critical, having an advisory group where, um, you know, they can get insight um, from others, um, having them, you know, have a, a, a charter um, so that everybody is sort of on the same page as to what is going to be accomplished here. Um, those are some of the, the technical elements that would go into what that governance group has to work with as they begin to set this, this model up. I think one of the other things that's, that's really important and uh, um, it's worth mentioning 
is that each of the chapters in the book we, we refer to these multiple tracks uh, are really geared toward not only a slightly different audience, but how those uh, multiple entities work together. So th those six tracks are first and foremost, we mentioned the governance, uh, the, 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 the legal structure that needs to come together to facilitate this. Uh, the clinical providers and the clinical workflows, they're associated with embedding this within the um, healthcare systems. Uh, the community partners and those community workflows. Uh, obviously the technology platform to be able to fully support the, the digital connection. And ultimately the, the final one is the, the sustainability. And what I think is also super unique about this book, it is that it is very practical and very dense and very rich in content. And it's been able to take all this information over a course of a five-year period and organize it in a way that makes this information practical and digestible. So within each of these track, what, tracks, what we've been able to do is highlight key requirements. And within those requirements, highlight key milestones and key tasks. Being able to identify within of the, each of those key roles and the responsibilities associated with those roles. And finally, highlight significant workflows and processes that uh, we recommend uh, for, uh, for deployment. So uh, we have all these organized, where I believe it's very digestible. And also along the way, we provide what we call practice pointers, uh, in, in addition to case studies and some uh, uh, key uh, sample documents. So really, uh, our goal has been to be able to take this experience, it, experience and organize it in a way that somebody can take and, uh, and use it to customize and deploy something similar in their own market. So is there anything we haven't talked about yet that you really want to make sure you stress here or, or get into? around the book? Um, one of the things that, that, uh, that, that I'll also mention is that um, it is certainly our hope that any organization and community can pick up this playbook and customize and deploy their own connected communities of care. Um, we are also happy to assist organizations in that journey and whether it's you know sharing our lessons learned with their leadership teams and uh, uh, whether being able to facilitate the retreats. Um, the, the proceeds from this book um, go right back uh, and are being invested right back into the community where this work started. So uh, that's also a great way that we use this to give back. Um, and while the book is, uh, is certainly technology neutral, our sister company, Apisys Technology, is a leader in the market for deploying and supporting Pieces Iris, that's the technology that, that you know, in Dallas um, and now in a dozen other communities used for the connected community model. And um, we also have partnered with uh, HealthBox, uh, the, the HIMSS innovation uh, team, to help uh, organizations uh, consultatively with either their own readiness assessment or how they themselves can fully deploy the, the, their own connected communities of care. So we're here to help others. Uh, we hope that uh, this is the, the spark that enables them to start this journey uh, in their own communities. Any, any other final thoughts? Yeah, I, I think Steve really uh, did a nice job covering, covering it. Um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a blueprint, it's a, a journey map. Um, it's not intended to be a one-size-fits-all. Um, and so we expect that people will pick the book up and modify things as they go along and hopefully share that back with the broader community. But it certainly gives people a good um, road 
map forward for those that have very little experience in, in putting something like this together, whether it's a small community in a rural area or whether it's a larger metropolitan area, um, it's a good starting tool. One other key point that I want to make, not necessarily as a closing thought, but I think it's really important, um, is we've talked about the importance of setting up the governance structure and getting uh, something like this off the ground. And I want to really emphasize within that early on the creation of a measurement and evaluation framework. The reason for that is you need to be able to go into this journey with very specific ways on how you're going to measure and quantify success. And that's something that's been elusive in the marketplace and we've attempted in the book to clarify. And we're proposing uh, in the book uh, a structure for how you actually measure uh, the impact of this work, not only even across the governance team, uh, or some of those overarching uh, goals and measures. But as you go into whether it's the clinical or the community-based organization partners, what are some of those clinical outcome measures? What are some of those care coordination measures or even social outcome measures that you need to be able to pull from and create your own measurement structure? Um, in addition to some of those sustainability-based measures, whether it's the, from a financial perspective or from a user experience. So I want to emphasize that because it is such a critical component of not only how you start this uh, journey, but also how you su sustain it over time. Well, thank you both so much, and thank you for your time. Um, where can people find the book if they're interested in, in following up and getting their own copy? Absolutely. Well, the easiest place uh, is to go to the PCC Innovation website, um, which is very prominently displayed on the homepage. But folks can equally go to the CRC Press via the hymns or on Amazon. Great. And we'll include a link to that in the notes of the show. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, it's been really great to, to chat and to learn a little more about this. And it sounds like a really worthwhile project.